Hi, this is Katie Orr, and you're listening to the Focus 15 Podcast. I know that life is busy, filled with demands and distractions that make it difficult to spend daily time in the Bible. So together, we'll dive deep into God's Word today. All it will take is 15 minutes. Welcome to the Focus 15 Podcast. This is episode number 8. I can hardly believe it's already almost halfway through December. Um, winter is upon us, and I don't know about you, but it seems as if time is flying by. Um, lots of exciting things going on behind the scenes, and I'm excited to make some big announcements soon. So be sure that you are subscribed to my Grace Notes, which you can find at katieor.me, and just click on the Grace Notes button, and um, you will be one of the first to be in the know. Um, well, I'm also excited today to welcome our first guest on the Focus 15 podcast. I hope to have a lot more guests soon, as well as some interviews. And um, our first today is Julie Sanders. And Julie is a mom of teens and a pastor's wife. And she's also a blogger and, and retreat speaker. And I'm just so thankful for her and uh, to take the time to, to be with us today. So, here is Julie, and she's going to be teaching out of Galatians 4. Hi, friends. This is Julie Sanders from Come Have a Peace blog, and I'm so excited to be here as Katie's guest today on the podcast. I'm really glad to be here during the Christmas season because this is such a special time of year. If you're like me, I bet you've got a long to-do list of things that you want to do and plans that you've made so that this will be a meaningful season for you and your loved ones. You're probably even planning Christmas memories. When I think back to special memories through the years, I think of one Christmas in particular when I was a child. I have a sister who's just a few years older than I am, and because of that, we often dressed alike, and we often received an identical gift. Well, one Christmas, our dad went to great lengths to search for red and white candy cane striped pajamas, the kind that had feet in them that zipped all the way from the toe to the neck. And so he had searched for those special pajamas for us. Well, when Christmas Day came, we exchanged our gifts and unwrapped our presents. And finally, underneath the tree was looking rather bare. Our parents started to exchange nervous glances and, and look around. Finally, they got up and went and looked in the closets and under the beds, and they seemed a little agitated. By now, you probably know where this is going. And now, as a mom, I can relate to hiding a gift so well that you can't find it on Christmas Day. Well, they came and they told us that it was true. They could not find our gift. And the gift was our white and red striped candy cane pajamas. Worse than that, they thought that the gifts were not just lost, but that they had been taken to the dump. Well, the trash had already been collected. So my dad decided what he needed to do was head to the town dump to search for the gift, find them, and save them for us. Well, I knew a little bit about the town dump. We had driven by it at a distance with the windows up because it smelled so bad. Sometimes we could see flocks of birds circling around the hills of the dump. It was a creepy place. 
But that's where my dad was headed on Christmas afternoon. He went there because a father goes to great lengths for the ones he loves. I want to invite you to open up your Bibles to the fourth chapter of Galatians. It's not a typical Christmas story passage, but I think it's the Christmas story in a nutshell. We're going to look at two verses. So let's start in Galatians chapter 4, verse 4. But when the fullness of time had come, God sent forth his son, born of woman, born under the law, to redeem those under the law, so that we might receive adoption as sons. These two verses are full of significant information about the story of God searching for those he loves. Let's start with the first phrase, but when the fullness of time had come, the word for time is chronos, and it refers to the time or the season. Jesus is really coming at the exact time that is ideal in human history. And God is saying that the time was full or complete. The season had been fulfilled. And so at the fullness of time or at the right time, God sent forth his son. And so let's look at those next four important words, sent forth his son. It might not seem that those words are really significant. And yet whenever we read sent forth, that indicates that Jesus already existed as the son of God. He was already present with his heavenly father. And so God, the father sent him away. And those words sent forth mean to send forth or send away. God sent Jesus away from his side to earth. He sent his son. The terminology his son indicates that he wasn't just a partner to God. He wasn't just a friend of God, that he actually is God and that he is the son of God. He is the offspring, the intimate, personally related son of the father God who already existed This is so important because he had to be fully God to be of great enough value to atone for our great sin. Let's not skip this then, because the Christmas story hinges on the fact that Jesus came and he was fully God. So when the fullness of time had come, God sent forth his son, born of woman, born under the law. So to be born of woman, or some translations say made of a woman, this helps us know that he was also fully man. He had to be fully man in order to be our substitute and stand in our place in making the payment for the debt of our sin. So already we found out in the first part of verse 4 that he was fully God of great enough value to atone for our sin and fully man so he could stand in our place as our substitute. And he was made under the law. Jesus was born under the Mosaic law, the same law that we can never fulfill. We can never be righteous and meet the requirements of the law. But as God and man, only Jesus could meet that requirement for us. 
So let's go on to verse 5. I think verse 5 gives us insight into the motivation for the events of Christmas. So we know that Jesus came at the right time as both God and man. Verse 5 says, To redeem those who were under the law, so that we might receive adoption as sons. To redeem means that a price is being paid in order to deliver, to set someone free, which indicates that without that freeing, we are guilty. In fact, because we're not able to meet the requirements of the law, we are born guilty. And so Jesus came to free us from that guilt. God is so abundant in the grace that he offers us. But grace is not cheap. It comes at a high price. I believe that Christmas is the story of God paying the cost of our sin. It's a beautiful story. And so he came to redeem us so that we could receive the adoption of sons. Remember in verse 4 that Jesus is called his son, God's son, God's offspring. But verse 5 tells us that the coming of Jesus to earth makes it possible for us to receive the same, um, the same status of sonship, to be adopted as sons. That means that our nature as disciples in Christ means that we are brought into the family of God. We actually become heirs of the Father who went to such great lengths because of his love for us. We come into the world guilty, and so we need a Savior to search for us. Scripture has this common theme of God's providence and God's sovereign planning, God's perfect timing. And just as we've seen in Galatians 4, that God's timing of sending Jesus to earth is perfect, turn with me to the fifth chapter of Romans, where we read again about God's perfect timing. Look at verse 6. For when we were still without strength, in due time Christ died for the ungodly. Again, at the very moment that God had chosen in the history of mankind, God sent his son, and then the time came for Jesus to give his life. God's timing is never late. He's always right on time. Our dirty condition left us in the dump of an empty life. Jesus was willing to come here into the midst of our uncleanness in a place that was worthy of disgust for the Son of God. And yet he entered in, he walked among us, he became one of us in order to reach us. God sent his Son on a search to save us. In fact, God came down so low among us that he took the name Emmanuel, God with us. Christmas is the beautiful story of God's search and rescue mission. And when we understand that, it changes how we think of God and it changes how we think of ourselves. May I challenge you to think differently this Christmas? Let this Christmas be filled with praise for God's great love for you. Let God's love for you overflow into confidence that you are worth searching for. Let God's love 
for you overflow into confidence that you are worth dying for. You know, my dad never found those red and white candy striped pajamas. Despite the hours that he spent at the dump, as far as we know, that's where they stayed. But the greatest gift that Christmas was knowing that he would go so low because of his love for me. In the same way, in a greater way, at the right time, God sent forth his son, born of a woman and born under the law, to redeem me so that I could be received and adopted as his child. Our father came so low that he became Emmanuel, God with us. What a great reason for us to celebrate this season of his birth. Would you pray with me? Father, we want to thank you that you love us so much that you would come to the dump for us. We want to thank you that you came so low that you took on the form of a man and you were fully man and yet fully God and that you offered up yourself to pay our debt here in this dirty place and that you changed our lives so that we could be found and changed and acceptable so that you don't look at us as a piece of refuge found in a place of discard. But instead, Lord, you look at us as if we are completely clean, clothed in the white robes of your perfect son, Jesus. Thank you for including us in the story of Christmas. We love you for it. And we pray that you would be honored with the aroma of our praise during this season of celebrating and focusing on your coming to earth. We are so glad you came. In your precious name we pray. Amen. Thank you, Julie, for joining us on the Focus 15 podcast. You all can learn more about Julie at her website, juliesanders.org. While you're there, be sure to check out her latest ebook called Expectant, and it is 40 devotions for new and expectant moms. So if you or anyone you know uh, fits that category, then um, I hope that you'll check that out and pass that along. Thanks for listening to the Focus 15 podcast. You will find the show notes on the blog at katieor.me backslash truth. If you've enjoyed this episode of the Focus 15 podcast, consider leaving a review on iTunes to help others find the show. I'd love it if you check out my Focus 15 Bible studies at focused15.com. And as always, you can find me hanging out and sharing truth on Instagram and Twitter at katieor.com. 22.